0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Strong Mamas Metabolism Mind and Macros Podcast. Today, we are going to dive into something that's a little bit controversial, but very much backed by research. I'm excited to dive into this concept on being over the next couple of weeks. So I hope you and your family are doing well. I'm actually shocker recording this episode a little bit early because at the time of this release it will be on monday december the 19th and i'm actually taking a little break taking some time to be present with my family my older children are out of school for the holiday season and i want to take this opportunity to be fully present i don't know that i've ever shared this on the podcast but you know Taking time off is something that I've really struggled with for years, actually. When I worked third shift, I always would work holidays and work overtime because we were paid extra. And for a certain period of my life, I was a single mom. I was a single mom. I had a mortgage to pay. I had bills to pay. And I needed to provide for two kids. So being able to be paid double time and then working overtime and getting that time and a half really did make a difference in us making ends meet. And so, you know, for as long as I can really reflect on, I have attached my self worth to my ability to achieve and do. I was always really, really proud of myself to be able to work super hard, especially third shift, and to be there for my children, to be able to do afternoon sports and, you know, go on school field trips after working all night and go to school lunches after working all night. And from there, you know, I spent a period of my time before I moved into coaching full time where I worked third shift and I would get off work and I would go train and I would train in the evening before going to work. And then when I started nutrition coaching, I was training full time and I was nutrition coaching in between these training sessions. So to say that I am really familiar with hustle culture would be an understatement. And so as I moved into a little bit more ease after my husband and I moved in together and eventually got married and bills were a little bit less, I started to really recognize how uncomfortable it was for me to be, how uncomfortable it was to rest. Really funny. I wanted to, and this was before COVID, I wanted to take the kids on a Disney cruise. I've always heard that they were fabulous, that they were so fun. So I told my husband, this actually might've been in 2019. So right before COVID, I was like, I really like to take the kids on a Disney cruise. And he said, no, I will never take you on a cruise because I would be stuck on a ship with you and you cannot relax. So I've been doing work in in therapy for, for years on this Uh, block around just settling. I really feel uncomfortable. I feel anxious. And that's really translated into my coaching business. My clients know for the last several years, I have not taken a vacation. Okay, I have been on vacation, but I haven't taken a vacation away from one-on-one check-ins, from doing coaching calls, from answering client questions, because I really stepped into this role as a coach and moved away from training on the floor to being a nutrition and, and fitness coach online to really be able to support people better, to actually help people. And I shared back in the summer on an episode, I'm totally linking on what the episode is otherwise i would link it in the show notes but i really started to understand the fact that me not taking a break doesn't serve my clients any better than me taking the break it is not leading by example right and creating a codependent relationship where i feel like i need my clients to need me to validate me to feel like i'm achieving Um, And for them to feel like they need me in order to accomplish things is not helpful. And so it's so ironic, the fact that I got into this to help people. And by feeling like I need to help people 24 seven, I'm not actually helping people. um, My mind was just blown over that. However, it's it's still continued to, to be a struggle. So it's been one of the things that I've really been working on, especially after having Luis. I really wanted to be fully present. It's really uncomfortable for me to share, but I've shared with a couple of clients. My middle child, there's not a lot that I remember around his first Christmas season because I was working all the time, because I had to work, because I had to make ends meet. And now I'm still working quite a bit with with Luis. I've pulled back. I have an amazing co coach that supports me in all the ways and is so incredibly helpful, um, not only for the coaching business and, and our clients, but just just for me, just for me and myself. So I have so many more avenues for support this go around, and I really want to lean into to being present, to not being in the hustle and grind culture, to not being overwhelmed all the time. So I've really been been working on on doing this and it's really offered me a new perspective as we move into this holiday season. And of course, I've completely translated that to, you know, nutrition and fitness for my clients, but I, I've been really excited because I feel like it's been such a breath of fresh air <laughs> for so many of my clients. And I think it's been so supportive of them to be able to lean into this, to actually absorb some of the effort that they've been putting forth over the past year and and to really just settle into some of the results that, that they may not even... Um, fully see themselves. That's I had a client tell me just last week. She was she was like, thanks for reminding me of all the the changes that I've actually made. It's really easy to get caught up in all the things that I'm doing and forget how far I've actually come. And that was that was such a great point. And that brings me back full circle to what I wanted to dive in today in the first place and the fact that we do get so called up on all the things that we need to do, especially this time of year. There's so many checklists who we need to shop for, um, presents that we need to get, things that we need to wrap, things that we need to do, places that we need to be, all these things are to-do list galore. And we get so caught up in in these lists and the doing that we often forget to just be. And it's the perfect parallel to nutrition and fitness. For a lot of my clients, they come to me, you know, especially when dealing with Hashimoto's and PCOS, they have a laundry list of symptoms. They have all these struggles and they feel like the mountain is just so high that they have to climb in order to get relief, in order to feel better. And so that can be really, really daunting. And we get really caught up in all the steps that we need to be doing, the shifts that we need to make, the changes that we need to be doing, the habits that we need to break, the habits that we need to create. Mm and then we forget to actually just be with the changes that we've already made. And so I know that there's a lot of hate in the nutrition, fitness, okay, let me back up. There's two sides of the new year, new you in the nutrition and fitness space. There's the one side that is capitalizing on so many people's pains and emotions and feelings at the new year. They're shame and disappointed and they're promoting new year, new you. There's the other side of the coin, which I've been on, of the people that feel like they are they have people's best interest at heart. And I've always felt that way. And they're anti new year, new you. And I've been there. I've sat on the show and I maintain it. One of the best times to be working on any type of habit change is during the most chaotic time of the year, which is the holidays. However, I want to share something that is actually supported by research that might give you the permission that you need in order to just pause and be over the next couple of weeks. So if you're listening to this in real time, Christmas is next week, if that's the holiday that you're celebrating. And then immediately following that, we have New Year's. So we basically have two years before, or two years, shoo, two weeks before we're in New Year, New Year. Research. Actually, does support that important milestone, such as a new year, even a Monday. Some of you may know that I use my birthday each year as a stepping stone, a helpful stepping stone for making changes. So, this is called a temporal landmark. In short, this is something that just makes it easier for our brains to differentiate between our past selves and our future selves. So, last year's self. And what we're trying to create in the new year. Basically, this is going to increase your motivation. We're separating 2022 and saying this was the version of myself in 2022. Now it's 2023 and I'm going to create a brand new version of myself. I have these goals, I have these dreams, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so while this is not a hall pass for you to take the next two weeks and just completely overindulge and not pay any attention to your choices, go back to last week's episode where I talked about empowered choices and decisions that still applies. But if you're exhausted from tracking your food, your macros, from going to the gym, trying to do all the things, this is your permission slip to let it go for a couple of weeks and just be, just be. (laughs) Reflect on the past year. For a lot of you, you've been working really hard on goals Or maybe you haven't even started yet, but I guarantee you whether you recognize it in this moment or not, there are things that you have done, steps that you have taken to improve yourself in the past year. So I'd love to invite you into a pocket of just being with yourself, checking in with how you're doing, how you're feeling, what emotions are coming up what feelings you're having. Because the interesting thing, and I've seen it time and time again, whether it's a client that moves through a diet break, whether it's during a stressful time, a vacation, a birthday, or whatever. I've seen it time and time again. When I invite clients into this space of, let's just take a breather. I'm telling you, 100% of the time, they come out on the other side of that, recharged, rejuvenated, And their body responds accordingly and so it's so ironic when when you think about it right I mean I have so been there especially when trying to I was so motivated and so ready to get past some of my most debilitating Hashimoto's symptoms When I was in the throes of my fertility struggles, like I was just so desperate to get pregnant. I was just moving, 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 and moving. I will tell you in reflecting on this and kind of thinking before I sat down to record this podcast, I am 100% sure (laughs) that part of what helped push me over the edge and actually to conceive Louise was the fact that I actually gave up and I was ready to just be and I was ready to grieve and I was ready to move forward. And I was in a state of being but it's really, really hard in the society that we live in and the culture that we live in to be okay with that. And so at the time that this recording is released, I'm taking a week off of social media, which is hard when you run an online coaching business. I'm taking a week off from my clients, which let me tell you, let me tell you, was one of the most uncomfortable things that I had to sit with. I will share this with you on this show. Last week during check-ins, I take my clients' results and their progress way too personally. And I'm the first one to own up to that. I have this conversation regularly with other coaching friends. I take things personally. I put a lot of energy and a lot of effort into my clients and I care very, very deeply to a fault. Last Monday, I was in the heat of check-ins and whether it was a client that was struggling or it was a client that was crushing it, I was so emotional (laughs) during my check-ins. I was trembling. I was crying. I was a mess. And it's so interesting how our body is such a good, like the body always knows. And my body was screaming at me like, we need a breather. And so I let my clients know that I would be taking the week off and I cannot even tell you how anxious that made me. I gave birth at 8.50 PM on a Saturday night and I was in the hospital doing client check-ins on the Sunday afternoon after. That is the type of I can't just rest and be person that I am. And I guarantee you, I do not coach a single client who if I would have told them, I just gave birth, I need a few days, would have been upset, would have been angry. They would have been in full support of me. It's my own personal issue. I want to be clear of that. But I'm doing it. I'm taking a week of being. My older kids are out of school. We're going to do all kinds of adventures and be together and play games and have fun. We're going to experience Luisa's first christmas together we're going to celebrate that and i'm going to come back a new person i'm going to come back to work on december 27th excited and ready to move into the new year and so on that note i would love to invite you to join me on the 30th of december at 11 a.m eastern i'm going to be hosting my 2023 wellness vision workshop i am so stoked about this this is goal setting completely reimagined We're going to look at what we want to experience in 2023, how we're going to show up, who we're becoming. We're going to take goals and we're actually going to create the vision of what those goals are going to create for us, the difference that they're going to make in our lives. I would love to see you there. Totally understand that this time is not convenient for every single person. So I'm going to send out the replay. But make sure that you sign up. I'm going to drop the link to sign up in the show notes. And I hope that I will see you there. If you're celebrating, I hope you and your loved ones have the most magical and merriest of Christmases. And I will speak with you again next week.